Hey wife, hey, welcome back to the Wife Code Podcast with your host, Valerie Craig And Tasha Tuck. And today we have an exciting episode Ooh. for y'all. Yes. We have our husbands. Shedrick. And Mark Tuck. Y'all, we're going to try to make it through this. <laughs> this episode with our hubbies. Y'all have been asking for this and asking for this and asking for this. So we decided in honor of Husband Appreciation Day, which is April 20th, that we were going to do a podcast and just kind of do some things with them this month for the month of April. So yeah, I mean... They don't know the questions, so we made this really tricky for them. So we will probably <clears throat> be laughing and pausing through this. So y'all bear with us. Um, my husband has never been on film. And um, yeah, Shedrick's a pro at this. So <laughs> <laughs> As he shakes his head, no. Right, no. So just bear with us. They're coming. They're going, of course, they speak the truth. Valor and I like to put a little seasoning on top of stuff. But of um, they're definitely going to give you the real deal lowdown. Yes. All right, so at the gate, I'm going to do what everyone wants to know. You want to save that to the end? Do it now. All right, so everyone wants to know, how do y'all feel about us being so transparent or just telling all of our marriage business to the world to help other women or wives? Well, I think it's a good thing. Um, I think it... It helps other people, and also it helps us. I think we, we by my wife doing this podcast, it actually she see herself doing some things, and she you know she question herself in the midst of arguments, and you know she'll take a step back and be like, wait a minute, you know what? We just went over this last week. Let me let me pause, and when we actually start talking. She'll bring up one of the podcast episodes and be like, you know, we talked about this, so I'm going to actually implement um, what we went over in our podcast. So I think it's helping both sides, other people in our relationship as well. Oh, that's so beautiful. I think um, um, similar to what Mark says, Val does the same thing. Um, Also, I just feel like, you know, if y'all are going to be doing this podcast, why not be transparent? Why not be real? Because I'm pretty sure your audience wants someone that's going to be real. Yeah. Okay, okay. Look at you. So, so you don't... smiling, y'all. Y'all can't see it, but she is just smiling. <laughs> okay, so ultimately, y'all really don't mind. Because y'all know we talk about some, some deep stuff, like real-life situations. And so that doesn't bother y'all at all. Like, dang, they telling all our business type of thing. No, because when it comes to, you know, y'all talking about that, I think I'm a saint, so I really don't do anything wrong. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here come the lines, y'all. Here come the lines. Out the gate. Um, That's what Val get from. Yeah, pretty much. No, go ahead. But for me, I feel like, you know, sometimes y'all, as y'all know, I kind of step into y'all's episodes. Y'all see me pop in. The lines. <laughs> the lines, yeah. So I listen to some of the stuff. And I get to hear another side of my wife. You know, I get to, uh, some things she, she tell y'all, I, I don't hear. So I get to see that other side and, and I'm like, okay. So it had me thinking of better ways of, you know, communication with her and our relationship. So I, I think it's a good thing. 
Oh, that's beautiful. And a little bit of that, kind of off of what both of them said, it's kind of like being ashamed of your testimony. Right. Like, I don't, that death, we're not lying about anything, and we are being transparent. I don't think God would have given us the test he's given us for us just to keep it to ourselves. Like, it's a, a glorifying moment. So, yeah, you can be embarrassed of your testimony. There's a lot of stuff in the beginning of our marriage we talk about all the time, like, yeah, I wouldn't do that again, but I still think that that's our testimony. This is showing people who are, and <clears throat> Val can attest to this, whatever season you're, you're in, we're able to kind of pull you out of that. And so right. that's what I've had to explain to him a little bit, because I think maybe the first live he jumped in, he's like, wait a minute now. Yeah, Why yeah. did you say that you didn't have to put all of our stuff? <laughs> we kind of got into it a little bit. And I, I definitely want to respect him, and I know you definitely. do as well, because she's yeah. going to get you. But I, de- I, don't, I want to be, I feel like, God, you're supposed to tell your story. Right. Supposed to, I'm not embarrassed about the, the crazy stuff that we've gone through. Right. Um, and I will say that I'm, I'm more hesitant on what I share as far as, like, if there's things that we're going through currently. But I know I, I'm, I don't mind speaking on things that we have definitely overcome. And so I feel like if we've already made it over that hurdle, why not bless another wife or soon-to-be wife? So, Do you think it's harder to encourage people or motivate them? Even like you know that you and Shedrick are going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Do you still think it's hard to encourage other people or push through? Like, why, or if, if we're going through something or yeah. not? Oh, girl, yes. You feel but, like you have to work it out first? Yeah, for the for the most part, I feel like, you know... I feel like it's good to take a step back because I, I don't know. I just feel like it's hard for me to go on here and encourage other wives if I'm like, I'm like, dang, I need encouragement today. You know what yeah. I mean? So, um, but of course, I'm working on that because that is, you know, something that I signed up for and I can't pick and choose the days that I decide I'm going to, you know, be an encouragement to another wife and stuff like that. Do you feel that it's hard? Yeah. Um, but at the same time, and that's why I said, like, when you know what the outcome is going to be, like, I know we're not getting a divorce. I know that we're going to work through whatever it is. So that's mm-hmm. what gives me the motivation to be able to say in a be transparent, like, hey, y'all, it's been a rough week. But if you are, you know, right, that's right, what we've right. got, you know, I've seen both of us do that. But I just wanted to know, like, on a personal level, I'm sure it is a lot for me to get on here and say, still love your husband, although you're in a moment or a season where you don't feel like you really are connected or attached to him. Right. It's definitely hard. So, do y'all want to share a little bit about who you are and how y'all met? How I know we mentioned it before, but just to get y'all's point of view on it. Here come the lives. Take they're they're looking at (laughs) each other like like how we met. Yeah, like just tell us a little bit. Tell us about who you are, and you don't give me an example. What, babe? We can be doing (laughs) examples now. I mean, you don't have to be here. The easy one. Um, what did you think when you first saw Val? Like, okay, how did you, you know that this was the one you about to go spend some money on a ring for? Well, I guess like y'all, y'all probably already know we we met at work. Um, when I first saw you Val, and I, but, yeah, not you and Mark, but me and you. Met yeah, work. me and Val. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. You know, man, Mark didn't need that work. <laughs> she was trying I to clarify that. I clarified oh. for the for the listeners so oh. they know who we're talking it. about. Okay, go ahead. Oh, okay. <laughs> but um so me and Val we met at work. Like Tasha said, when I first saw Val, I thought she was cute. She was um she was petite. <laughs> but um I don't know. Um she's she'll tell y'all still to this day she thought I was very rude. And no. I think I think what um what got us together, she had asked me to go out. And just so happened that weekend I had my daughter, so Wait, I told her. she asked you? 
Yeah, you know that. I didn't. I forgot. Show me down, girl. No. So when she asked, I told her I I told her I couldn't because I had my daughter that weekend, and um, it was my time with my daughter. So probably what two, three weeks after that, we were um, we were on a drive, and I asked her if she still wanted to go out for drinks. She said yes. Um, So we went to Chili's. Two for twenty. But um I think something like something I don't know what it was, but I just remember I used to tell a lot of people I prayed for the type of woman that I wanted. I prayed everywhere from like the way they act to the way the body shape was. Amen. And um Val had those qualities. Um, one thing that caught my attention was when I asked her, what do she like in men? And she told me, I don't believe in telling you because if I tell you, then that's what you're going to try to portray. I want you to be, I want to know you for you. Mm-hmm. And that kind of like stuck in my head was like, you know, that's different. Normally, you know, you ask somebody that question, they're going to yeah, tell yeah, you everything that you want. On me. <laughs> <laughs> Is that so, what it's called? 41, 42 fake? 41. Oh, I said right. But, um... <laughs> So I th- I just I just know like you know me and Val talk we were talking um, I don't think the first date went that good but sh- we came back you know what I mean yeah. um, we had another date I can remember um, Val coming to my house one time <laughs> and she <laughs> fell down this slope when I told her which way to go we was going to go work out but so you knew from the beginning that I didn't listen right yeah. So he told me, it, it had snowed, and he was telling me which way to to go so that I wouldn't fall. And I wanted to go my own way, and I fell. Hmm. And you Mud was me everywhere. Anyway. You married me anyway, babe. Hmm. I had potential. You knew that I could listen at some point, right? I guess so. You feel like I listen now? Sometimes. <laughs> like, more so? I'll give you about um, 70, 30. 70, 30%? 70% you listen, 30 you do what you want to do. Oh, okay. I got some work in the Probably, job. probably 65, 35. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Okay. All right. Mark? <clears throat> well, uh, we met in college. Uh, my roommate was dating her roommate. And, you know, he came home one day. And he was like, uh, man, it's this girl you should meet. I don't know if Tasha told y'all the full story. I told him the correct story. What was the correct story? (laughs) Go ahead. Okay, it was this girl you should meet. You know, she looked like somebody. I was like, nah. And so I just went over there. I was curious to, you know, how she looked. And, you know, since he said she was single and whatnot. So we went to the dorm room. We went to their dorm room. And um, she was sitting all over there. I remember she had her braids and her hair was pulled up. Oh. And she was sitting over there like she was just Miss America, like, <laughs> like in the lobby, like everybody look at me. And so, you know, I, I like those type of girls anyway. So that already caught my eye from the beginning. And so, you know, I went over there, tried talking to her. And, you know, I already knew I had her from the jump. Once I started talking. <laughs> and oh. she always tell everyone, you know, I was some kind of nerd or whatever. But I already knew I, I got it locked down. So we started talking, we started playing dominoes, and from there, and then, you know, the next day I invited her over, you know, I made my famous nachos. I think that's what really <laughs> locked her in. Definitely. Nachos yeah. and the chicken. Yep. 
And so fried some chicken boy. I, yeah. So we had a, a good time and ever since then it's just been we've been rocking. Oh. And that's that's kind of funny that you say that because I think what locked Val in was she was sick and I made her some chicken noodle soup. I kind of took care of her. <laughs> yeah. And that's what locked her in. Yeah. So we got them through their stomachs. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Instead of the other way around. around. Yeah. I was struggling. I didn't have any money and Mark was working. So he had some food stamps in college too. Boy. Yeah. That's, he's got two, two pounds, two pounds of ground beef. Two pounds of ground beef. Two we gonna tell you what season is. Yeah. We had not seen the other two pounds up. Like, what is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing with that other pound? Yeah, that's a thick nacho. Open that freezer and saw all that meat in there. Nasty. Here we go. <laughs> Lock it down. I mean, so what would what is one word you think? No, not even do the word. That's too easy. What is one song that describes our marriage? Mm. Like when that song plays, not like our song, but like when you hear a song, whether it's gotten you through like a tough time, like praise and worship when we were arguing or something, or just a song that you like, where's my baby at if I'm not in the car with you? Praise and worship. Like yeah. if we arguing <laughs> and you hear a song, mm-hmm. like what, or, or like what is a song that makes you think of me if I'm not with you? It's a song. Um, I forgot the group. What was the group I remember? Don't touch me. <laughs> what was the group? You remember? H-Town? Group? No. I don't like no, H-Town. No, not H-Town. It's a gospel group. And you remember it was a song. I was like, we should play this at our renewal. I don't remember. But it described, like, you know, just... Yeah. Everything we've been through. I think Everything it was like, been, yeah. yeah, it was like a, about a fight and getting back together and yeah. I miss you. Yeah. 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 But yeah, that's, I can't even think of a name. If I think of a name, I'll let y'all know. <laughs> okay, Shed, do you have one? Well, I kind of got two. Uh oh. Um, See how you do your work? Well, no, no, no. <laughs> because, because I don't want them, cause the reason I'm saying two is because I don't want them, like, because, okay. So, Val, Val I don't know if they know. It's no. Kelly. No. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if they know Val used to be in, like, a, pro, a promotion sure. group called um, 817. Mm-mm. So, they used to club promote. Oh, and um, one of the songs that, you know, reminds me was, like, this was her theme song, was um, Gutter Chick. Yeah, definitely. So, anytime I hear that song, that reminds me of her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, but that's but you know I didn't want to go that hard. <laughs> but then it's another one um called This Is Why I Love You. This and, is why I love yeah, you. Yeah, and that's oh oh, oh. Mark oh, Mark Mark, Mark gonna get us uh, copyright. <laughs> hey, I already I, I played on YouTube already. So it should be right there. You gotta go search for it. So I remember the song. It's it's called Man of Standard. And it's um, the title. Well, that's the name of the group. And the title is In Your Will. And that basically, I believe it, it describes our relationship and just standing firm and believing in God that we will make it through anything. And that that describes our relationship. Go ahead and tell my song, man. And our song is um, Anthony Hamilton. Um, the point of it all. The point of it all. Oh, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah. I like that one. <laughs> all right. So, um, 2019, it, it is 2019. How do y'all feel about raising daughters? Because y'all both have two girls each. Um, so, how do you how do you feel about raising daughters and teaching them 
how they should be treated by another, uh, you know, by a man in 2019, saying as though, I mean, y'all know, you see, we see it on Instagram, Facebook, wherever else, where it's like, um, men are just, you know, boys are just disrespectful, they they don't, it's just, it kind of seems like chivalry is dead, so how do y'all feel about that? Well, with me, um, like you said, I have two girls, and I notice (laughs) now just, you know, being around other young teenage boys, you know, the respect level is not how it used to be back in the day. Mm-hmm. So I try my hardest to show and tell my girls, you know, what a man looks like and how a man should treat you. And, you know, I, I want to be the first example of that. So um, I'm really yeah. worried. <laughs> Me too. Not, not with your example. Oh. No, no, no. No. I'm really worried. As a mom, yes, like how these dudes our are. parents did all hope, you know, whoever was your guardian or whatever, they did all that they can do for you to protect you. I still feel like there's just more that they can get into now. They have so many opportunities to just make the wrong decision. Right. And I feel like we're exhausting ourselves making sure that we're doing what we have to do. You know, put give them the opportunities they need, provide for them, and show them the way. And I'm just gonna be so upset when a knuckleheaded boy pulls them from the will of God, like right. pulls them from what Mark has put all day and all night into instilling into them. So but, I'm very worried because he he's gonna be and, very disappointed. And because- that's and that's where just you know talk and conversation with our girls come into play. I think um, giving them an example and showing them what could happen. Um, I think that they, they will learn from that. We do that a lot. So when, when boys, when these boys, you know, come at them and be like, hey, I want to do this or let's do this. They're like, nah, I already know. I already know your game. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, right. Like, it won't phase won't them. Mm-hmm. Shedrick. And um, I guess like Mark is saying, um, me and Val, we have a 14-year-old. So if we are a little more in debt with her and... Um, I'm currently teaching her the game. I'm currently telling her um, we do affirmations at night because one thing that I make sure that I tell them both, like they repeat is um, I'm black, I'm proud, I'm beautiful. I love myself because it starts with you loving yourself. If you don't love yourself, how how do you expect someone else to love you? Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, um, really just teach it like because I've been there. I was a little raging hormone little boy. So that's what I try to explain to our girls is like, you know, when they come at you this way, for instance, um, if they if they talking about your body, I always want to touch on you stuff like that. They only there for one thing. You want somebody that, that's going to know you for you. Yeah. They want to know your mind. They don't want they don't want you for your body. Um, but it's but it's scary, you know, having girls because you have to think that one day they're going to come home and say, yeah. I messed up. I had sex, or come home one day. I'm pregnant. Or he hit. And yeah, well, we can't even play. Yeah, we can't even play with that. Listen, I'm, I'm never in jail. Hit, and I hope <laughs> that my oh my god, I'm going to his house. That's crazy. Ooh. Uh, but I mean, we we have to prepare ourselves because, like you say, you don't know because they. Yeah. I mean, they're doing it. They're, the the yeah. videos are going around. Yeah. Boys do not care. Nope. Um, 
And, yeah, so and, and then, I guess I've been naive because I ain't that have never crossed my mind about a little boy hitting them. <laughs> <laughs> I know they mouth, they mouth but, like their mama, so I'm worried but, <laughs> they get to popping off. Yeah, that's true though. <laughs> But yeah, just hey, any future little boys, just know. <laughs> this is a life code. Just know if y'all dating one of our daughters, and please listen to this. Y'all gonna take it there? Oh, there and beyond. <laughs> um, you did mention that we have a fourteen-year-old. So, how do you feel? And we are blended. If there's any new listeners or whatever, Shedrick and I. So, if you, how do you feel that? You knew that I was going to be a great bonus mom to Shania. Um, and that, you know, that we would just blend smoothly. Um, You really, like, to be honest, you really don't know. Mm. You know, um, one, th- one thing that kind of eased me was when I, w- when I went around your family to see how family oriented you and your family were. That made me um, more at ease. That made me realize, like, if she's like this with her family, then mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure she'll be like this with mine. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw how you treated. Um, mm-hmm. I saw how you treated Davian. My nephew. Uh, my nephew. Yeah. Uh-huh. Our nephew, which. Okay, um, correct me. <laughs> which, you know, the way she loved on him, the way she loved on her sister, I just felt like. You know, she can she can be that person for my daughter. And then it was just like it it, it still amazes me today the way that she selfishly um, selfishly selfishly <laughs> like put our daughter first, put Shania first, even though Shania didn't come from her, even though Shania has another mom. It just amazes me how she treats her, how she um, you can't even tell like, you know, Riley and Shania, they both. People think it both um, belong to Val because of the way that she treats them. Mm-hmm. Do you think that the bl- that the blending process has been easy since we've been married? I wouldn't say it's just been easy, but I will say it's been better than most. Okay. Because you fair. see, you see some um, people who have blended families, and it seems like they go through a lot. But I would definitely, I would definitely um, say. We have an easier process, or we've been through an easier process. Okay, that's fair. Y'all have any blended qu- or Tasha? You have a blended question? Are we talking? You don't. I mean, I'm just asking. Mm-mm. Oh no. Okay. What is? What would you redo? Like, what is one thing you would probably, looking back, <clears throat> if you could change one thing about your wedding day, what would it be? The day of. I would. Honestly, I probably would just have. Just like a me and you, just me and you. I wouldn't just involve. Me and you, me. I wouldn't involve anyone <laughs> else at the wedding. And we can still have, you know, the big reception. And you know, I know every woman wants that big day. I, looking back, if it was just up to me, I probably wouldn't even have the wedding. But it would just be me. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Um, For those that don't know, somebody might not be listening. I think I kind of touched on a little bit. I think, you know, one thing that every young married couple should do is make sure that their marriage is focused. It's only them and, you know, their spouses. No one else involved in 
in the relationship. That was a big issue that we had in the beginning. You know, we involved um, our family, my family particularly, and and you know we let we listen to too many other voices. So I think if you just focus and keep everything between you and your spouse, um, everything it will be a smooth transition from the beginning. So just me and you on our wedding day and then just throw a party later. Yeah. Or our vows, kind of taking our vows. Yeah. yeah. What would you what would you t- change, Tasha? Um probably that. The, I I agree. It should have just been me and Mark and just um I probably would have been butt naked. <clears throat> so we could have just said our changing vow. your vows? Yeah. In front of the past? Not in the just me and Mark, just that day, just just us. Y'all just been naked all day. Just naked all day and That's then good. just yeah. Turn up that night and say, "Hey, y'all, we could, you know, we could go to the courthouse real quick and just sign the papers, which we did. We got married before our wedding day, so that could have just been it. So where there wasn't so much protocol, so order of service, and people, you know, confused and giving everyone something to do instead of everyone just remembering that it was just about love and this connection and this this thing. Yeah. Um, and with me being pregnant, that made it just ten times worse because I was already hormonal. I was tired and. You know, we were young, <clears throat> so it was just a lot going on. <laughs> so, yeah, it could have definitely just been me and Mark. Um, with this one, I kind of think me and Val would be on the same page, but one thing, I would have um, sung for Val the Jamie Foxx wedding song, but <laughs> that he sung the fancy. <laughs> then, man, I would have tore it up. <laughs> then, <laughs> then um, I feel would like, man, what? Oh, okay. That, that's acceptable. Okay, I would have played for y'all. Man. The bongos? I feel like um, <laughs> man, Val should have done a destination wedding as yeah. well because we had probably, what, about 150? Too many Maybe folks. a little more oh at the wedding. And I feel like a lot of times, you know, um, people are just there to be there. Yep. People are speculate. there to, um, yeah, speculate. Just to eat. To eat. And all there for the wrong reasons. Um Destina- I feel like with the destination wedding, if they was willing to pay their way, then they was there right. truly for us. Yeah. Right. Also, um, I feel as though a lot of times, I mean, I, one thing else I would have put more thought into, like people, I chose to be my my um, groomsman. Yeah. But don't get me wrong when I say that because I I chose wisely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, one, um, but I feel like a lot of times us as men, even women, we choose our impulse. Instead mm-hmm. of choosing the correct people that's that's there for you, because one thing that happens when you get married is they are witnesses to your marriage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you have a lot of you have a lot of friends who don't hold you accountable yeah. when you're mm-hmm. strained mm-hmm. or um don't try to keep you on that right track. You even have some friends that's gonna call you out and be like, Man, let's go do this. Who cares you married, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Which that's what that's not the point of them being your groomsman. That's not a part of them being a witness to what y'all shared. Beautiful. Uh, I would also <laughs> agree. We Cedric mentioned a destination wedding, um, and my mom made a comment about her not getting on a plane. So, and I wanted my mom to be a part of my day, but looking back on that, it's just like, girl, you would have got your tail on that plane. But so, um, I definitely would have done a destination wedding, and it was just been like, if you come in, you come in. If you're not, we see y'all when we get back. Period. So, um, and then me and my mom, we got into it really bad on my on on our wedding day and so I probably um if I could have avoided that then I would have I would have avoided that as well. Um so <laughs> <laughs> yes, <ma'am. laughs> 
spit on my food? No. no. <laughs> um, so when y'all met Mark and Shedrick, when y'all met, how did y'all know that Tasha and I would be a great fit or how did how did y'all even know that y'all clicked? Like what was it that made y'all say like this dude is I don't know, what do y'all say like so. This dude, all right, he's pretty Lit. solid. So. Or, he litty. Solid. He litty, so. litty, litty. That was back in what? Where you was at? They better not say that. Crunk. He crunk. I think that But we, we don't call other dudes crunk or lit or nothing. <laughs> but, um, solid. Yeah. Solid. Okay, solid. But right. one thing, um, I met Mark at church, and me and him both did a discipleship class together. A little after that, um, it was like me, him, and a couple other guys who used to go work out. And I saw, and one thing I noticed, Mark was married. So, you know, during, um, during MOJ, we would talk different things like that. I remember one time I was at Val Family House. We were having a family gathering. Mark called me. We spoke. And some things that Mark was saying, um, I was like, is he talking about my wife? <laughs> like, like, is Val over there? You know, because the, like, the, the way they act, um, Val and Tasha, they act a lot alike. And when Mark was telling me this, I beg to differ. I think you and Tasha act more like. But but stuff that y'all do is like <laughs> me, me and Mark be going through the same things. And I was like, and when he told me that, I was like, all I could think of was Val. And I was like, he talking about Val. You weren't thinking about being a good friend, Mark. <laughs> and, um, yeah, no, actually I was. Actually I was. I know, because, babe. I'm because I was like, because I thought to myself, like you know, if they meet, then maybe it'll help them. You know. To talk amongst each other, at least because Val didn't really have a lot of friends. Like I'm pretty sure she tell y'all already. No friends. But um, I felt like you know if if they had if they met they would click, and I knew they would click because it sounded like that we were talking about the same person. You think it was gonna be a person. bigger explosion? Like oh, these two crazy people get together. It might be. Uh huh. <laughs> y'all was too much alike. Yeah. <laughs> I can say. Um, well, I'll start from the beginning. I know, like he said, we met in a discipleship class, and. Um, you know, me and Shedrick, he was my prayer partner also. So I remember one time in the beginning, Shedrick, uh, he actually called me out one time, you know, because we were praying and we were going over some stuff. And he was like, because, you know, that one of our, one of our, um, what can I call it? Uh, the um, principles. Principles, you know, you had to call your, your prayer partner and like check in and mm-hmm. do all this stuff every single day. And so, you know, I kind of slacked on that. And one time he was like, man, I haven't heard from you in about a week, man. What's going on? <laughs> and right then and there, that showed, like, this is a true brother. Like, it's a solid cat. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, this, 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 this is Mark, you just showed your wannabe age, <laughs> 49. <laughs> and so, I was like, this is going to be my boy right here. And we just started, you know, talking and, you know, just really getting deeper. And so, um... We started talking about our wives, and that's when we realized that, you know, our wives are very similar. Mm-hmm. And so, Shannon's like, man, we got to get them together. We got to get them together. And so, I was like, yeah, we should. We should. And so, um, you know, I had to prep my wife for it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> my wife had, yeah, she had yeah. the main crew, you know, and so she wasn't, <laughs> you know, she's not too good with all the new people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so... Uh, you know, I prepped her in weeks in advance, and I think we went to what was it like a Joe's? Joe's. 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 That's right. We're not going to know that story again. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's uh, crap shack, and so uh, ever since then they just clicked. Yeah. 
Well, a moment Tasha was on that Drake, no new friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't write anything. And the thing is, I I had you know I had a small crew, whatever. But me and Mark were just going through so much. Nobody understood. Like I felt like I didn't have anyone to talk to. Um, I was what 45, 45 minutes away from anyone that I would consider a friend. And so of course everyone else, me have already having kids, so like twenty one, twenty two. Um, no. Almost to this day, like that that crew in particular, nobody has kids, no one's married, and so I, I wasn't I wasn't able to relate to them. And so mm-hmm. Mark and I were literally going through like it was rough, and I had no one to talk to. Like my mom had heard it all; she was going to do was just encourage, encourage, encourage. When Mark got home, all we were going to do was fight, 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 and argue. Yeah. Um, and so it was just me. I didn't have any friends, like mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and even con- like I said, connecting with them maybe once or twice every other month. That wasn't a, that wasn't friendship at that time. They were, of course, in living their life and able to go out and have fun, and they mm-hmm. weren't even calling or including me because they don't had kids and a husband. So yeah. I didn't have any friends. <laughs> um, but I was very weary because I was like, I can do bad all by myself. I don't have time for somebody else. You know, getting to know someone else. I'm trying to work through with my marriage and my kids are all over the place and things like that. So I was another day. I was really worried. I was like, Oh Lord, Mark, here you go, Mark. You have to put me in this another situation. I don't want to be in. <laughs> yeah, but I was surprised though. I really don't even remember. I remember the first time we met, but I don't remember like getting in the car and that feeling of like either oh she's she's lit, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> or she's a cool cat. Like I don't remember. Yeah. I don't even remember that. I just feel like okay, good, that went well. Yeah, because I, I was just too. like, ooh, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like walking on eggshells because clearly, clearly the whole table got comped. But oh, um, I, I, I do. I remember just being like, oh, they, they real nice. They real nice. They probably don't even argue, babe. <laughs> oh, they, they, they argue effectively. <laughs> yeah, like, you not know, yet. Like, so. <laughs> we were trying, but not. We weren't there. <laughs> um, I will say, I know. I think the first, the very first time we were supposed to come come over there it was like kind of like out of the blue I think maybe one of y'all either Mark and Shedrick had called each other and then we were like oh yeah we're in Arlington and then Mark was like oh y'all can come through whatever whatever and then I guess Mark called back and Shedrick was like babe we're not gonna go because uh Tasha said the house not clean <laughs> and I was like at, in that moment I hadn't even met you yeah yet, but in that moment I was like oh yeah I get it it's cool we I'm like I ain't messed up about it because I don't want nobody come to my house either you know like yeah. especially the first time you know yeah. so that's when I kind of like was like you know what she might she might be all right she yeah all and that right. was in our season of miscommunication because Mark is like I always say he's already he's ready to go like you call him tomorrow let's go let's do it he'll come on baby I'm like no let's pause let me breathe yeah. like I don't feel like right did you even ask me how I felt so we were in that season of even like stuff with his family or whatever hey mom wants to go do that I'm like wait can I breathe I just walked in the house you know I've been working all week so we were in that type of mode so the house was probably dirty but we did have kids so yeah I'm like no I'm not about to get up and clean up in 10 minutes so definitely not. And, so and that's fine. And I understood. Right. But I know that, you know, we know a lot of women would be like, oh, well, you know, it would have been a situation possibly for with somebody else. What yeah. do you mean we can't come over? We're already over here. That was rude or something like that. Yeah. But luckily you being a wife and a mother, you already understood. Yeah. Mark, yeah. I think we should get royalties because if it wasn't for us, yeah. you know. Oh! This whole wife called Tybee, you know. You know what? We try to get royalties we, too. We, one we day. CEOs, payday, you know. Payday someday. Payday someday. Um, <laughs> CEOs. <laughs> so y'all both got married young, youngish. Should you call were you when we got married? Twenty five. Twenty five. Mark, how old were you? Twenty one. Twenty one. 
babies. I I consider that young. Yeah. yeah. Would you would you encourage your children to get married at that age? Mm-mm. I just. Um. I'm not like I wouldn't tell them. I I wouldn't try to tell them. You know what age to get married. You know I would preach to them about making sure that you're ready, making sure that um y'all both are equally yoked, because marriage is like one of the hardest jobs you're gonna ever have to work at. Mm-hmm. You know, and I would hate for them to get married and then get a divorce because my like I told Val, I don't believe in divorce. Divorce is not an option, and with today's world, I feel like the um. Social media and the media, they make it seem like social media. I'm not social media, but they make it seem like um, divorce is a way out when it's really not. <clears throat> I would say I would agree with children. You know, I would make sure that they are both ready for that, especially at a young age. You have so much coming against you, temptation mm-hmm. and just everything of the world. And I, would, the foundation need to be right. Yeah. And it mm-hmm. needs to be a godly foundation because every time me and my wife have disagreement or even back then when we every fight we were on the verge of getting a divorce we both always end up turning back to God Mm. and that's what brought us back to the center of love and remembering that commitment that we made to him not only to each other yeah I wouldn't encourage it just because a girl well I'd be having a boy um, the girls, just because I want them to party and have fun. I feel like we've worked, we've spent our entire 20s. But, but you can still do that. If you find that It was one, harder, though. It was, it, I don't think it was harder. I think. And no, we made, we didn't make it look easy because <laughs> y'all are working machines. You were shedding both. But it was hard. It didn't ha- I mean, I would, um, I don't have any regrets, but I want them to live. Like, I want them to spend their 20s to make their mistakes. To, let's see if this guy's going to last through your 20s so y'all can last y'all at 45. That's the one, you know? I'm not going to encourage them or say it's easy because at 21, it was not easy. Like, you're still, they're still going to call us at 21. They're just able to drink and... Well, I wouldn't encourage them to get married at 21, but if they find someone... So I if someone asked them to get yeah. married, you wouldn't say no at 21? I don't think I would that say no. That guy's not but, you, though. But I would like, like you said, I would like the, everything to be in order as far yeah. as graduating from college. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I applaud my wife all the time because she actually made that commitment to herself to actually go back to school and complete school and do all that stuff. And that, that's hard. Like, once you get in that mode of I'm a, I'm a wife now, I'm a mother now, you push all that to the, you know, to the background and then you don't complete it. Mm-hmm. So I would want that for my girls to make sure that everything is done as far as school, career, and then marriage. But right. it, it don't always happen that way. Right. I think for me, um, I, I, I would be like, oh, girl, this young. Like, I, I would definitely have that talk. Um, but I, I am a firm believer that no matter if you're two or 82, you're going to do what it is that you want to do. And so I wouldn't want them to feel as though like I, now we have to elope or kind of do this behind their back type of thing because we don't have their blessing. So I would, I would have to just go ahead and be like, you know, I'm going to have to talk with them, but. If they feel like they're ready, then, I mean, they're going to do it regardless if, if we're there or not, you know. Do y'all think y'all made it look easy? I feel like we made it look easy. Oh, no. Nah, I mean, I don't think we do that. 
We, I mean, as far you know, we were able to, you know, we got houses, the cars, and stuff like that. Oh, but yeah. the man that they're marrying is not our husband. So mm-hmm. that man's really not able to work five jobs or really doesn't know how to balance the checkbook. Like, I think there's just a lot of stress they're putting on themselves that they, like, we got lucky. We were blessed yeah. in this situation. Ooh, to Every day. I'm yeah. worried. Like, I really am going to, you know, the same thing with not, you push them not to have sex at 16 because of what it can do. Like, I really would want personally my girls to not get married young because i want them we can't travel the world we, we all got to get passports like we can't just jump up and do what we want to do and i feel like that's something that once i feel like we've made look easy like, oh mama dad got a house no boo we didn't just go get a house we've had we had sleepless nights we've had arguments and paperwork to do and stuff like that when they could mm-hmm. be in paris <laughs> Yeah, and I think that's just kind of like where conversation comes in, though. You know, when you're old enough to understand, like, hey, I know y'all had an easy, you know, a decent childhood, but just know that we have worked. You know, like Shania, she's pretty much at that age where we're like... What we have now is not easy. She she got a little money for her birthday. She had to get her own nails done. And she was like, Oh, wait, wait, this thirty dollars? Yes, yes, ma'am. This is this is thirty dollars. So yeah. what you what, what decision you about to make? You know? So yeah. it's just kinda of like having those conversations and letting them know that, hey, it's not it's it's not as easy as it looks and it, you know. Yeah. Especially if a boy don't have his credit and whatever, ooh girl. Yeah. Just all that. So And that's one thing that I do preach to Shania is um basically making sure that you are able to take care of yourself before you try to even go that route and um, rely on somebody else. Because I tell her at the end of the day, it's a boyfriend. He's not promised unless he gives you a ring. And I'm and I think I'm kind of like I don't know the word for it, but I but you know the way that I want my girls to grow up is basically thinking to themselves. You know, if a guy be like, "I love you," uh, my dad tell me that all the time. The only way that I feel as though a guy should be able to get your attention. Is for one, you know, if he gonna buy you a house, because by at that point, dad and already gave you jewelry, dad and already um, bought you a car, dad gives you money. So what else can a, a guy do that your dad can't do? Well, you know, <clears throat> and it's gonna be buy a house because I'm not gonna buy you a house. I help you, but I'm not gonna buy you a house. Right? Yeah, I feel you. So you just saying that you feel like you set the standards pretty high for yes. them not to yeah. look like you know. Because I don't want them to settle for less. You right. know what I mean? Like, and I'm pretty sure Mark is with this. Our daughters are princesses. Yeah. They can't be queens yet because our wife's the queens. But um, third up. But you know. I just don't want them to, to settle for anything mm-hmm. or let or just because a guy be like, oh, I'm going to go. I'm, I'll buy you dinner. That What does that mean? Right. I just think my greatest fear is that that they get someone totally opposite of you. Like, <laughs> I want the I, I see so much potential in so and so. And then that's who they just fall for. And I just. And I'm not saying I'm like be here to talk to him. I I mean I know you know like we have you know you see potential in yeah. Mark and stuff like. But I'm talking about he just like a bomb dude like not bomb like he the bomb but like yeah maybe like he's an artist or something. Mom, he's gonna be the next Picasso. Yeah, no, and I'm, I'm like girl, how y'all? Where y'all, y'all? You gotta move to New York. Y'all gonna be staying where now? Yeah, like no, I just I don't know. But anyway, I digress. Two more questions and then we're gonna be doomed. Yeah. Um. What? Do you love about being married? You about love. to get nasty. You <laughs> <laughs> about to get nasty. That's why I lied to you. Yeah, that, that is the number one. It's always going to be nasty. I just love the love I had for my wife. Like, just regardless of the fights and the, the bickering and just 
the threats that we used to have back in the day of mm. divorce. It's like, I can truly say I have that true love for her because we always come back together. We can just look at each other after a fight and we know when it's just over. Like, we just have that that moment of, like, a fresh breath. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, it's over. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> but so we I, even... just, I just love that, that we have our You think I'm always going to be there. That's your thing. No, not even that. It's just... Well, we do have, like, the insider, though. That commitment. Like Definitely. Like I said before, God, and, and it's true. It's honest. Like, it's... We can both see it. Yeah. And we always say, like, if we were to separate, we ain't going nowhere. Like, he was still trying to... Yeah, mess with me even with his yeah, new girl. I have, well, I have two. <laughs> like, I dropped the kids. I dropped the kids off. He'll be the old me back. <laughs> oh like, my God. God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was like a Christmas thing. I think it was Didi in the morning or something like that. Someone called in and was like, should I get my ex-wife a gift or something like that? And people, you know, people were calling in. Yeah. And Mark was like, you get a gift and then so. <laughs> you know, we would still be doing it. So, <laughs> so that's the type of love that we, I, I, I cherish that. I really do. Like I really push his buttons. I really nag a lot, but I just really, I, I don't see myself with anyone else for the next 50, 60 years. Amen. But I will trade him in at 80. <laughs> she she what? She'll trade him in at 80 is what she said. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> but, um, I'm kind of, I'm kind of the same, I'm kind of the same like Mark. Um, I just feel as though, um, it's the love being able to come home to the same person, not having to um, look over your shoulders, not having to worry, knowing that um, this person got my back. We've been through it um, through thick and thin. Um, even like they said, the arguments, I wouldn't want an argument with I wouldn't want to argue with no one else. You know, what I mean, um, she my best friend. So mm-hmm. why not want to be with my best friend? Yeah, I love you. Love you, too. Oh, I'm very mushy. Um, we got Mark. Hey, please make a baby. Please make a baby. Um, <laughs> what advice do y'all have for any of the men or husbands that may be listening and with their wives? What advice would you give uh, a husband that may be struggling or they're in the season of? Well, I don't know. Dang question. Yeah. I can't even get over my. What is it? <laughs> a struggling, struggling husband. Yeah. Like if they're in a season where they're struggling, we got you. My advice would be using my my marriage for an example from the beginning. I, I would say just open communication and actually sitting down with your wife and listening to her and see what exactly she's wanting. Because that was my thing. I I assumed everything with my wife. I assumed what would make her happy. I assumed, um, you know, this is how she wanted her wedding, for example. This is what she will like. This is who she wanted to be around all the time. And that's not the case. You know, our wives change. And so I think if we have that open communication um, and just listening to her, we'll see a difference. And then she'll start being more open with us and then we can hear what she's wanting and vice versa. Um, and I would say basically um fighting for fighting for your marriage. Yeah. Also um doing what you did in the beginning to get her because I feel like a lot of times <laughs> as 
we have been married for a long time or, you know, you hit two, three years, you forget to do the same things that you did to get her. And that's like date. Like Mark said, communication. Because somewhere along the way, we forget to still give our wives that attention that they need, that they crave. And I and I fell short on that. And, you know, it wasn't until my wife just really sat down and was like, babe, you know, let's date. I want to go on dates. And I used to think, man, well, I used to think we were dating because we was going out with Mark and Tasha. We were going out with <laughs> Taylor and Devon. I, I figured, hey, them dates, we going no. out. We not at home. Yeah. You know, and I and I'm really a homebody, but you know, it took Val to really sit down and like she talked to me to, for me to understand that. And she was like, you know, that's all fun and all, but you know, I wanted I want time where it's just me and you, no one else. That's the best. You know. Mm-hmm. So you know, like they say, happy wife, happy life. But remember, you know, put your wife first. At some point, you did together, so why not continue to do that? All right, y'all. So. That's going to be the end of the podcast Ooh, episode. Good. Yeah, I'm it was. Some tonight. Me too. Thank y'all so much for joining Put in. the kids to bed. On the wife code. How do y'all feel about being here today? Did, like, did it, was it okay or? It was okay. Yeah, it was cool. Y'all want to y'all come back for another year? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably once a year. Once a year. <laughs> I just want to make sure y'all heard my wife said she's going to give me something. <laughs> so y'all, know I, y'all know I pop in on those live <laughs> podcasts, so I would definitely let y'all know on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. Well, ah, we appreciate you all for listening. Again, share this podcast with, a, with your husband. Share with a wife or aspiring wife follow us over on instagram at the wife code and if you want to follow us separately i am on instagram at valerie crab and i'm tasha underscore tuck yes and april is a very exciting month so if you're going to make want to make sure that you're following us on the wife code um i don't know if this podcast will be up before or after but we will have one thursday night where we will be going live with the husband so y'all stay tuned for that and we'll see y'all or y'all are here (laughs) i was doing good though yeah uh y'all hear from us in the next one bye bye